0: Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 183 and today it is halfway through the program. So well done if you're sticking with us. You are now halfway through reading the Bible in one year. Keep going throughout the next half of the year and you'll find that you have read the entire book of the Bible in one year. Today we're going to be going to 1 Kings 17 and 18, Matthew chapter 8 verses 1 to 17 and then Psalm 77. And first, I need to put my hands up. I was a little bit too passionate and excited yesterday about the passage and actually ended up explaining a little bit about today's reading yesterday. So if you spotted that, glad you're paying attention. And I think you're probably going to get to the whole year reading the Bible. But today we look at chapter 17 and 18. And considering I already covered 17 yesterday, let me only focus on chapter 18. And in chapter 18, the prophets of Baal are challenged. Really, Baal, the false god, is challenged. Elijah holds such confidence in God that he goes to extreme measures to show just how great God is. In doing so, the prophets look foolish, for they have placed great faith and hope in something that is man-made and holds no power. Having read the passage, let me ask you very directly today. Do you have confidence in God? I mean, really, do you trust that God is all-powerful, that he hears your prayers and that he is able to do anything as he pleases? Confidence in the Lord gives us assurance each day. Confidence in anything else will simply let us down and cause anxiety in our lives. So where do you place your confidence? Will you be like the prophets of Baal and find out your foolish trust in man-made things? Or will you be like Elijah and know the power of God in your lives? We now head into Matthew's Gospel and having finished his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus now heads from the mountain and continues his ministry. From this point on, crowds would follow Jesus everywhere he went. They were captivated by his teaching. Even those whose society generally ignored were encouraged to come to Jesus. And that is where we find ourselves today. A leper comes to see Jesus for healing. Now, remember, leprosy is highly contagious. And when you were diagnosed with it, you were essentially thrown out of the community until such a point that you were free from the disease. Oftentimes, those with leprosy never really truly integrated back into society. So it's particularly surprising that this person with leprosy walked into the crowd and toward Jesus. Having witnessed the faith in this man, Jesus heals him. However, there's also another incredible thing. He touched the man. Jesus touched someone with leprosy. Not only was this forbidden, but it was extremely dangerous due to the risk of infection. What we learn from this interaction is that Jesus will often do things we least expect. He doesn't look to social norms or community practices, he looks to the heart. And in seeing a faithful heart, Jesus heals the leper and comforts him by touching him and setting him free from the disease. We see this again in the centurion who desperately seeks Jesus to heal his servant. Incredibly, it wasn't just the Jewish people, not even just the sick, but those who also served the Roman Empire that came to see Jesus for help. The lesson we see here is that everyone can find hope in Jesus. There should be nobody who has blocked access to Jesus. Everyone should be encouraged to hear the gospel and respond individually. Today, we see the all-powerful Jesus truly showing us what it means to be transformed by his love It could even be described as miraculous. Finally, we head into Psalm 77. Sometimes life can be overwhelming and it feels like everywhere we turn, we face trouble. In those moments, We can feel very far from God. Sometimes it can even feel like God has left. We begin to doubt and worry. Did I do something wrong? Is God angry with me? Have I placed my faith in the wrong place? I think we all naturally think the worst when we experience tough times. Yet the psalmist reminds us in verse 12, that when things are difficult, we should ponder the work of God. We should meditate on his mighty deeds. We should remember all that God has done for us, and through Christ, for eternity. The devil will try and make you think that God is not worth it, or you're not worth it. However, when we use scripture to remind us all that God has done, we see that not only is he worth following, but he has shown you his love through sending Christ. He thinks you are worth fighting for, and he did that on the cross. So don't be discouraged, don't fear, don't worry. Instead, lean on God and remember everything about him. Know his presence and you will find the comfort you need in times of trouble. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that in times of trouble we can indeed come to you and know that you are our mighty protector, mighty fortress, and great comforter. Father, we praise you that Jesus didn't follow social norms. Instead, he broke through those barriers and showed unbelievable love and care for others. And Father, we pray that in these two great examples of Psalm 77, in the hope of all the work that Jesus has done, and in Matthew's Gospel and the wonderful healing that we see, we pray that we would place our confidence in the Lord Jesus and in nothing else. And we pray that that confidence will bring assurance that we are safe and secure for eternity. And we pray this in your name. Amen.